0: Welcome to Taffy Blue View, your source for all things Everton. I'm Jerry, you can tell my my voice, still sick. Here's David and Max. In a little bit, you'll be able to tell that David is still sick as well. And Max, as usual, is the vision of health. <coughs> <laughs> He's so healthy and youthful. Uh, so, uh, yeah, um, really awful sporting weekend for me. Uh, you know... All my American teams that I support lost, <laughs> so that's a mm-hmm. thing. And add that to the fact that uh, we're out of uh, out of the FA Cup now. Just a just a sucky week. Just a sucky weekend, you know. Um, so yeah, uh, you guys did did uh, both of you get to go? Yeah, yeah. You. Yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah. All right. All right. We're gonna get into that in a sec. All right. Um, really quickly. For all you podcasters out there, this is what the show is going to look like today. We got three (laughs) meaty subjects, so we will only be doing three segments. Start off, we're doing this FA Cup derby reaction. All right, weird one, folks. Really strange circumstances. Uh, Next, let's talk uh, transfer rumors. There's a lot. I got a list. It's it's like a mile long. It's ridiculous, and that's not even counting the random Twitter whispers that I'm hearing. Uh, And lastly, uh, Morales and Barkley are gone. We got to talk about that. Who wants to start the Darby reaction? As far as, let's stick to the football first. And then let's get into all that other stuff.
1: Big Max can start us off. All right, you can just die quietly. (laughs)
2: Uh, when When I... I I was a lot more frustrated than I felt a lot of other Evertonians were after that game. Um, I just think getting knocked out the cup and getting beat by Liverpool kind of just hit me all at once. And the performance wasn't too bad, but I was just blinded just by rage coming out the ground. I was, you know, to have two derbies in such close proximity and and not even you know win one. You know, it, it's a disappointment and the FA Cup. I saw it as a, you know, the beacon of hope to try and save our season, and yet again we fell at the first hurdle. Um, granted, the performance was better, but we just we need to, we just need to imp- improve dramatically in terms of having because it felt like a while since we've had a, you know, a, a substantial season really where you can look back on it and go, right, okay something actually happened this season that is memorable and that, you know, you can draw positives from. But we've we've literally fell at the first hurdle in Europe, in the League Cup and now in the FA Cup. So, I mean, I know Tossen came in in one of the most bizarre announcements. I think I've known Everton to do. Went down into the concourse at half-time and it was up on Sky Sports News. But... Yeah, it, it, was quite, it was very deflating for me. Mm.
1: Uh, I, I actually took this defeat quite well, surprisingly. Uh, I think numerous factors played part. Firstly, I thought the team had a good go for the change and I was almost proud of the performance. Secondly, I've walked down this road so many times against Liverpool that it, it just didn't come as a surprise to me, the circumstances in which it came. And even when we were 1-1, I just... I, w- I wouldn't have been shocked at any point if he got the winner so for Van Dijk to get it from a corner from a mistake from Pickford who's maybe been our best sign, and is just uh, the height of irony so nothing nothing really blew me away about the defeat in the end and yeah it took quite well because um, naturally I was disappointed of course I was but it just felt like I don't know, it, it just felt inevitable, it, you had to just add an air of inevitability when you, when you play against Liverpool and Friday night just had that. So I was disappointed to go with the cup to Liverpool but I don't know, I feel like some things off the pitch kind of softened the blow. Them losing Coutinho the very next day I think took the windows of their sails yeah. and then we had obviously it was losing Barkley which took a lot of our attention as well. So. I don't know, I think another thing that I like the look of is, once again, you know, we we got a result last month, we were very close to getting a result on Friday, I don't believe this same set of players has the same fear factor that others have, and now, knowing that we've got another Goodison derby ahead, you know, there's a little bit of optimism that we might get some revenge, normally, we're normally the first game, and then uh, we have to go to Anfield, where our record's so poor, but... We have a Goodison derby on the horizon before the season's out. I don't know. I just, I just took it a lot better than I have done in the past. Put it that way. Can't quite put my finger on why. I think it's just numerous things.
0: Uh, I'm conflicted. Um, pretty, pretty angry, pissed off at the end, but at the same time, because yeah, you don't like getting bumped out of your. I mean, let's be honest. It's pretty much the final competition. Of the season, oh, yeah. except yeah. for the league. Um, and, and, you know, we're not going to win the league. So, basically, what we're we're, we're focusing on the league now is going to be the possibility for any kind of European play. Um, and the only way we're going to do that is if we can somehow climb to seventh, right? So, I'm a little disappointed by that. <coughs> okay, really disappointed by that. But, at the same time, uh, that was maybe the best I've seen us perform at Anfield in a really long time. But so, so, the performance was good. We could have won that. We literally could have won that one. Mm-hmm. I didn't think the performance was that bad. However, I'm also stuck between there's that there's that winner's mindset that thinks if you lose, it doesn't matter. You know, that it keeps creeping into my brain. Um, so I'm conflicted. You know, I... I stand by the fact that we played well. We, we, aggressive, we were aggressive. We attacked them. Our goal was awesome. Their goal was a soft penalty and a, and a mistake. So essentially, two mistakes, right? Um, they had chances, though. I'm not going to deceive myself into thinking they didn't have opportunities to score. They did. I mean, they're a good team. Uh, and they didn't field all of their strongest players, but they still are good without them. Uh, so, yeah... I was, I was proud, but I'm not shouting it off the rooftops. We we lost. Mm. You know. I hope this is a sign of things to come, though. I'm curious, though, as to what we're gonna do. Sigurdsson looked good in that central role, didn't he? Yeah,
2: yeah, really good. He just he. I, 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 I can't help but draw similarities to Arteta because I just think he's that's the first player that we've had. In a long time, that had just got that kind of that playmaking ability and to, can just grab a goal out of nowhere from, you know, a shuffle outside the box. Which you know, with it, with the exception of let's say, Bartley, we, we, it say, Barkley, who's you now gone, we, we haven't really got a player in the squad, you know, that pulls the trigger from long range. So yep. it, that 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 is a positive to see him performing well in that in that central role. Hopefully, with Tasson coming in as well, that that might yep. like, you know yep. produce some more goals.
1: I think I think uh, it could get misunderstood, my viewpoint, really, of how the game went. I, I don't want people thinking I was content going out of the cup because I was basically...
0: I, <laughs> I, was didn't, I didn't take it that way, David. <laughs> yeah. I didn't at all. If it sounded like I was I, interpreting it that way, no. <laughs> oh, no. It's
1: just... Uh, there's two ways you could look at this. and uh, The first option is the option I've done so many times in derbies against Liverpool. I get you nowhere. first option could be saying... How typical is it that they got another penalty that was just a shocking decision? They've scored that. And then one of our best players has made a mistake, you know, with just a few minutes left on the clock and they went and won two one. You know, they just seem to get all the luck. The referees seem to be playing into their hands all night. This st- and you could go on, and they- there's been so many games like that, but at the end of the day, it doesn't change anything. You still you, you still lost the game. And I just I don't want to go that down that same route. I don't want to be thinking about our mentality in that game, or we haven't won there next amount of years, because we've done all that as well, And I think you know, partly before the game I was saying, we just need to kind of have this focus of treating it as a one game and forgetting the previous records. So I think after the game, we should have the same mentality and just judge it on the 90 minutes with this group of players. And on, if we're honest, we were just a little bit unlucky not to get a results. I just think there's enough to build on there take away the fear factor. And hopefully next time do them. Hopefully firstly at Goodison, and then we can try and do something at Anfield. And that's the second option I'm going with that one because if I go with the first option, it's all gonna go downhill very quick in my head. So just let me have it. Mm.
0: <laughs> I,
2: I just, I don't, I just don't, I can't go on to that next time mentality or next time we'll get them, next time we'll get them. You know, you, you should, you should, you should be ready and well up for it. And I mean, which the the, the boys were, to be fair to them. And um, I think the fact we just we lack so much in attacking options, and and we're just not clear. The only clean
1: option up. we have is next time. This is the thing <clears throat> you have to say next time because we can't say this time because we've lost. So uh, that's it, it, if I have to try and take a positive out of it, otherwise, if we just sit there and be so naggy about the fact we've got nothing to play for, Liverpool have knocked us out of the cup, we've won again, we haven't won there, it just gets us nowhere. And as I said, I, I feel like. At worst, they have give us something to shout about in terms of a half decent performance, and surely they'd give us something to build on as well. Yeah, I mean, I think
2: that this game against Tottenham <coughs> might be telling. Obviously, that the season pretty much seems like it's dead anyway. But we're coming up against another good side here, you know, away from home, a Wembley of all places. I, I, no, I, I just feel like, obviously, we did perform. Fairly well at Anfield, so it's just it's another big fit another big stage to perform on, and hopefully we can get progressively better at performing on these big stages where we so usually just just fall.
1: Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like everything I've just said, then would be really undone if we went and just flopped at Wembley this this coming weekend at Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Now we have to kind of build on the performance. But I, don't, I think we can. I, I think we can. I think we will. <coughs> Looking not to get results. And um, I hope we can build on it and just try and focus more on positives than negatives.
0: Mm, Yeah. I have a tendency to be like very positive and that's just kind of my nature. Um, And it has been sort of almost a fault in the past where I'm overly positive and overly optimistic. Um, So uh, I guess what it is, a big part of my negativity is trying to balance it out if that makes sense. Um I've just been the guy who says, "You know what? We've we've shown promise and I think it's going to get better." To be honest with you, I do think that's the case. I do think it's it got better. I did I do, but at the same time, we've had those games many many times in the past where we play really well, but you know, we almost make it happen.
1: Mm, but, but, we,
2: man. but we don't exactly and that that that's just something uh, uh from a neutral point of view, as well, I just that—that's what defines the club, really. And from a from a fan's point of view, as an Evertonian, I'm just I'm get I'm getting sick and tired of it. You know the the, the nearly men all the time, and we as I've, as I said before, we just we really need to just make something substantial. You know, I I, said, you know, I was coming off the ground and um you know speaking to fans and that fans are going on always next year, mate. and I was like, you, know, you sound like one of them. Sound like one of the Reds. Just saying, our oh, next year's our year. We'll get, we'll do it next year. But I mean, I know uh, as David said, that there's not much more that you can do than yeah. say, you know, there's next year. But yeah. hopefully, bringing in. A- I was just gonna say, bringing in the wingers has seemed to improve us drastically. So hopefully, that's the plan against Tottenham, and we continue to build on that.
0: So essentially what we saw was a competitive game uh, at Anfield, which is uh, we don't we haven't seen that recently and it it was there were good things, but at the same time we all hate losing. so that's probably the simplest way to sum all that up all right uh, however basically the, this this match was overshadowed to use to use Max's uh, eloquent uh, way of turning phrase uh, overshadowed by by an incident, uh, basically, there's no other way to put it but controversial incident. Um, Mason Holgate shoves Firmino into the stands. I don't think he meant to shove him into the stands. I think he just meant to shove him, but he ended up into the stands. Uh, Firmino comes at him, says some said some bad words. We know that. We can see that that he said bad words. Uh, and then his mouth and face is obscured by a, another player. I think it's John Joe Kenny on the camera. Uh, and and at that point is when Mason Holgate alleges that Firmino said some sort of racial word. All right. So that's probably the gentlest way that I can put all of that. Uh, I'm hearing uh, the thing that annoys me the most is everybody saying, "Look, read the lips." He didn't say yeah. it, and I'm like, no, it's not there. It's the part where the lips are covered. That's when it supposedly happened. Uh,
2: the, the, well, uh, obviously, I you know, as far as, as it goes to comment on the situation. I mean, the, the FA uh, uh, launched an investiga- investigation into it, and there's not much more that you can really comment on. Really, all, all the thing when incidents like this happen. What amazes me—it tends to bring out, especially when you—you you, you, know—you're a frequent user of social media. It brings out a really weird kind of new side of football. You know, Mason Holgate had to delete his own Twitter account because yeah. you know Liverpool fans have gone stripping around all, his old tweets, like he did with Andre Gray a few years back. And you know, it's just—it's really weird to observe this kind of strange behaviour to try and victimise Holgate. Mm. Yeah. while well, 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 all this
1: is going on well it, I mean they have previous Liverpool we, we, I remember Patricia Evers used to get booed and he was the worst person in the world when he, he was the actual one that got racially abused and you know Suarez he still argue it to this day but the FA found Suarez guilty and that's that's a fact mm-hmm. um, but the thing is and, and to be fair and I'm not just singing out Liverpool fans here just fans in general it does make you laugh this kind of you know, we stand behind them no matter what mentality that the fans have with players who, if they seen them on the street, wouldn't even stop to say hello. You know, like wouldn't after time, you wouldn't even stop to have a selfie with you. Yeah, I, I, I seen a, a picture today that someone had photoshopped Holgate calling him a dirty, cheating, lying bastard or something like that. And I thought, why? Why would you go onto your computer, download a picture of Mason Holgate? and spend time making this picture just to then put it on social network. It, it's, it's pathetic. The facts are, none of us know what's, what's being said. As Jerry said at the start, you can't see. So these people saying, well, this Portuguese lip reader said this, or well, you can see that he said this, and it's all bullshit. We don't know what's being said. Liverpool fans don't know, don't know what's being said either. Let's see what the investigation brings up. But in terms of these personal attacks on players... I just think it's disgusting. Yeah. It I do. Is. Yeah. Like I, I don't particularly condone Slayton Firmino either. I thought his reaction was pathetic. But in terms of racial slayers, we don't know if he said anything. So he's innocent until proven guilty. So I don't think either side should be trying to point score.
0: Yeah. Um, it's really important that we take this kind of thing seriously. Yeah. Uh, You've got three possibilities here, from what I, it's, I the way I see it. Number one, Firmino said the uh, you know a word, a slur of some sort, and so Holgate has been racially abused. So that stinks. That's that's awful. That's a bad scenario. Number two, Holgate made it up. Okay, which that sucks. That's bad. That's not good either. And then three. Holgate misunderstood a word that Firmino said, and misinterpreted it, and that <coughs> that seems like that's the way where less people get hurt if that yeah. is true. Okay, yeah, but if is there any other way? I mean, and what if? And here's the question: What if what if Firmino didn't say it out loud? What if he mouthed mouthed it? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. I, th- I just don't think this is gonna. I don't. I, I just don't think we're gonna. Actually, I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be. It's gonna be able to be proven. You know no, what, I
2: mean? uh, what you mean, but uh, as, obviously, uh, you know, as David said, we literally do not know what was said at all. But ob- like observing it from from you know the camera angles that have been available, it did seem like a, a, a kind of knee jerk reaction from Holgate, If you know what I mean, um, yeah, I think he called them a filter deputer puta first, which he didn't get much of a, a reaction from. But then obviously, John Joe's Kenning head getting in the way. And then something said, and it, it seemed to kind of like fire Mason Holgate up a bit. Mm-hmm. Then, as you say, Jerry, it might have been a misinterpretation, but you know we, we just don't know. And I uh, uh, goes, uh, Mason Holgate, he's, he's not the most. He's not the most. He's not like a Joey Barton. You know what I mean? He doesn't. He doesn't get yeah. easily easily angry. Easily angry. So you know, you just got to wait and see. Yeah.
1: I don't think I've ever seen him react like that, which which makes you think something's in it. But then, just as easy. There's, I mean, there's, what, there's 50-odd thousand people there, so you could have mis- misheard anything. You, you just don't know, do you? But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just think it's shameful the way some people have acted. And, and it's, it, it will be on both sides. I've seen more Liverpool fans, but, of course, there'll be Everton fans probably saying stuff back.
0: Apparently, the police are investigating uh, some racist... Twitter actions that happened against Holgate before he deactivated yeah. his account. Just a really ugly situation all the way around. Um, there were rumors that the situation got resolved at halftime and and basically it got straightened out and that Holgate was fine. But that's not true because apparently they, they, they went over and, at the end of the game and, and kind of reiterated their complaint. Uh, yeah, it's it's a really difficult situation. A lot of people are weighing in right now before they know a damn thing. You know, and it's... How do you do it, it that?
2: Just, it, it, brings, it brings out just a vicious circle of, of, of strange human behavior, really. You know, you get them people that jump the gun on both sides. You know, you'll get you'll get Everton fans going, oh, he said this, that, and the other. And then, you know, obviously you get Liverpool fans trying to defend from, you know, by all costs. And, you know... As you say, yeah, Joe, you know pe- people are just saying things when they haven't got a clue. Yeah, and it it just you know it, you need to just sit back and in these incidents because they are important. You know you you need to you do need to just take your time with them and assess them because if if, if he is proven guilty, you know a put, put, you know obviously a punishment's going to be there and it, it needs to be able to deter these incidents from happening. Mm. Yeah. yeah
0: heard some really ridiculous defenses of Firmino recently that's that's what i'll say <laughs> you know don't look at what about that other thing that was worse than 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 what he did you know what i mean that kind of stuff no that is i hate that kind of stuff all right i so i, I hate to end the segment uh talking about controversy but this one's unresolved folks and, and we had to, to give it some attention but um we're not drawing any conclusions We're just not. We're just not like that, you know. We, we want to. We want more facts to come out first. Um, It's not good though. It's awful. It's an ugly side. The way Max was saying. Um, So, anything else on this, guys? Are we ready to ready to go?
1: That's cool. Yeah, let's wrap it up.
0: All right. So, that is all for our FA Cup derby reaction. We always do some form of transfer information, rumors, whatnot, every week. Last week we did outgoings, which means this week we have a lot of possible incomings. All right? Uh, so we need to get started because this list is as long as my arm. Um, so just really quickly to talk about two big possible ones that have died down, and I'm not we don't have to talk comments on this. Uh, I'm just going to say the interest is supposedly not as much now. Uh, Jean-Michel Seri from, uh, I believe it's Nice. Um, those rumors have died down. Supposedly, he would like to come to Premier League, but he wants to do Champions League team, okay? Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't think we're as strongly linked with him anymore. And uh, Steve, oh, sorry, what? It's
1: a fussy bastard. <laughs> uh,
0: and uh, Steven Zanzi rumors, good <coughs> player at Sevilla. Um, uh, the rumors that I've heard is that, are that their new manager wants to keep him, and uh, so that's a thing. So we've been looking at other options. So let's move on to the ones that haven't really died down. In fact, in fact, they've gotten stronger. Uh, Theo Walcott, 19 goals last season. Not getting a whole lot of play this season. Played yesterday in Arsenal's lost, lost yeah. to Forest. Max, lead us. What do you think here?
2: Um, it, it, it's it's one of it's kind of it's an awkward one to go for because he you know. You get both sides of the coin, you know. You'll get people that will welcome him with open arms, and which I think I'm leaning more towards because I think he just brings a pace and a, and a killer instinct that we just lack. Um, but you'll get you'll get people saying, you know, we obviously, you know, we, I think David brought it up last time when we thought we were talking about Giroud. Obviously, as, as you said, Jerry, he's not playing a lot of football, so mm-hmm. might be a bit of rustiness. But I, I bring him in purely because you know we lack like that pace up front mm.
1: uh yeah, I'm really against this one actually that's why I was laughing when you said there's two people and you were saying you're one side i'm I'm actually the other side i I, I don't like him um I think he never fulfilled his potential he, he can't really get anywhere near the arsenal side and I've seen a lot of the arsenal fans saying oh we we'd drive him wherever whoever wanted him, whoever would be stupid enough to want him, we'll take him there and I know th- I know that's an overreaction, but he just doesn't seem to do do much anymore. And I personally think he's finished and he maybe he has got something to offer, but I hope we don't sign him personally.
0: Honestly, uh, this falls into a category of I think he will help us, but not for long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So this falls into a category of some of the which is funny, Max, I actually thought you wouldn't like this like this signing. Because of his age. Yeah, I,
1: I thought you were the bean. Yeah.
0: Max Max hates the old people. You know. I mean, how, <laughs> I'm joking. How old Max. Is he, <laughs> is he still he's in twenties? Is he like 29? Is that what it is? 29. Um, yeah, he's. I mean, he's fast, but he is getting older. And usually, fast players with pace, when they get older, if the pace is the defining characteristic of their game, that's not good when they get in their 30s. Um, However, I, I, I watched a lot, of, uh, a lot of stuff about him last season. I watched – and, I mean, he does – he's a clinical finisher. Um, he's really, really solid at just slotting one in the corner when he's anywhere inside the box. Uh, and he's fast. Would we play him as a possible second striker? Maybe. Um, you know, obviously he played a lot of wing for, for Arsenal. I'm – yeah. He would help us next year. I just don't know if he'd help any, anywhere beyond that.
2: that- it's, it's depth, it's depth in, isn't mm-hmm. it? And I just feel like that's something that we need. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, next, David, what do you think of Alfie Mawson, centre-back from Swansea?
1: Uh, I think individually he's a good player. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how I'm... I think he's he's come from a struggling side he's conceded a lot of goals really um so I'm on the on that one to be honest um I think he's a little bit of a buzz player at the moment as well, like a buzz name mm. um, yeah. so yeah for me i'm 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 not particularly overwhelmed by that link mm. yeah i i as you say there he's he's kind of a standout
2: player in a really poor team, and you know with, yeah. There's always a like a high risk factor when when you go in for a player like that. Um, obviously, you know we we've got Funes Mori to come back as well. Who, even though I'm not his biggest fan, I I am willing to you know give him a chance. So yeah, I I I'd probably say I'm undecided as well. I, I wouldn't be upset if it went ahead because I do feel like he's a good young English player. But yeah,
0: I'm I'm undecided for now. <laughs> Uh, questions of pace, uh, but he is a left-sided center back, but I think he's right footed. Um, he's a strong, a strong kid. He's strong. I think he would, he's, he's good in the air. Uh, I think he, I, I just don't want to buy from Swansea anymore. I, yeah, I, I, Dave, Dave, I know. you know, I think they there, if, if he was on another team, I would be saying, okay, we can maybe get him for 25, you know. But I think if we buy from Swansea, if we were looking at more like forty, you know, yeah. and and I don't want to do that. But I think he is a good center back, and he is strong, and he's st- stronger physically than most of the center backs we have. He's a he's a he's a hoss man. Um, so yeah, next Abdalai Decoré uh, from Watford. He's a center mid, plays uh, also plays attacking mid, plays defensive mid he's a, he's a, he's a big guy, uh, dictates play. Uh, he's a good player uh, for Watford. If we could get him for a decent cost, I'd be fine with it. But again, it's not as much. We, we have a little bit of depth at that position right now. It's not like a dire situation that we, that we buy in Zonzi or buy Decoré. Do I think they're better than what we have right now? Yes, I do. If we can make that happen, great, but we got to address all these other needs first, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's a good player. I, again, Watford sat there. They wouldn't even sell us their manager. Why, why do we think they're, they're going to sell a pivotal player? I, I don't think that would happen either in the middle of the season. So, uh, Max, what do you think?
2: Yeah, as you say, we seem to be quite covered in that position. And I think Sam is showing a lot of faith in Morgan Schneider. Mm. So, I think he's a big fan of, of Morgan being... In the centre of midfield, I, I can't help but feel I do. I do rate the but I just feel like he's just having his buzz season. Really, mm. I think you know uh, Watford are doing a lot better this season, and I think quite a quite a lot of people expected and he's going to stand out playing in that side. Um, he's just got he's kind of like a driving force in that midfield, and I feel like Gay yeah, can do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, because I'm a big fan of the Gay. And um, to, to be to be honest, uh, yeah, it should. I, I think we're covered. I, I do. I just think we need to address needs elsewhere.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. Un- underwhelmed again by that one. I'm not not interested in it. I think you know, stay at Watford. I, th- <laughs> I think he's a good player. I think he's a good player. But yeah, I don't don't think we particularly need that right now. And I think the money would be too much. And I just don't like the idea of that move.
0: So. Next name on the list, we've been connected in some publications as having an interest in Karim Demerbay. He plays in the Bundesliga for Hoffenheim. He is another Turkish player. We've got one of those. Hey, Turkish fans. You are hey. awesome. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, another an, an, uh, another Turkish player. He's uh, attacking, attacking mid, attacking center mid. Uh, very good at set plays. He reminds me of Sigurdsson, except quicker and more mm. slight, not as big. Uh, so yeah, Max, what do you think of that guy?
2: I'm a big, I'm a big fan. I watched quite a bit of Hoffenheim last season. You know they had they had a great season on the Julian Nagelsmann, and he was just a, he was a standout player. As you say, he kind of had the, those creative instincts that, mm. that Sigurdsson has, but seemed to carry the ball with a lot more pace. Um, and obviously, with the outgoing of Barkley, it, it, it seemed like a smart investment. So uh, I'm all for it. Hmm.
1: David, I literally I've seen the lad play twice. I have. I, I don't know enough about him. Um, if Max is raving about him, he must must be half decent. Um, it once again it didn't scream a, a kind of position that desperately need filling. But I suppose without Barkley, maybe we need some cover there. Um, so yeah, I mean, the potential. As I said, I, I can't comment too much. I don't know that. I don't know how good the lad is.
0: He seems to be a good player. He's got really good vision. Uh, I, I just continue to wonder. I don't know. I think my desire to have him will depend on who we get rid of. You know, mm. because I think I mean he seems like a number. I, I think we're looking at a number ten, aren't we? Isn't he a number 10? And we're, we're kind of, we got a lot of those right now. So if we put, and, but it, it, and that also depends on what you view Clausen as well. You know what I mean? Some people view yeah. him as, as sort of an eight at times. Uh, but as far as this guy, he's good. I, I, I don't know if he could handle the physicality of the Premier League, but I, he, I would love to have him. I just want to need him, you know. Right now we've got Rooney and Sigurdsson, who can play that role, uh, but neither one of them are as quick or as fast as Demerby. Uh,
2: he's, he's quite versatile as well, so, you know, it, it needs to be. We could put him out wide as well, yeah. which would be handy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, again, it, it, it all links to depth, which I feel is kind of a, a theme mm-hmm. that, that was hard this season, really.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Don't have enough of it.
0: I just wonder if Big Sam thinks that we need more depth at that position now. You know what I mean? Because the way Big Sam's talking, he's almost saying, hey, "Yeah, we're we're gonna get like two or three more signings, tops." You know. But
1: well, don't forget when you come in, he actually said he thought there was too many players. Yeah. At the club, so. Yeah. it's the, it's quality.
2: It's a it's a lack
1: of quality for me. That, yeah. that, that's, that's what I mean. I I feel like we were looking for kind of depth within that squ- um, that number ten role, taking away the obvious uh, suspects. I'd i put Vlasic in there,
0: I think. Me too. Could
1: do a yes, definitely. There. Yes. And that's that's why I'd be reluctant to go and spend more money on on another like number ten type player, but especially with even Dahl waiting in the wings yeah. as of the summer when he comes back. So they're my only thing about number tens at the moment. <coughs> Maybe not investing in another one. Despite how good this this lad's meant to be.
0: Totally just forgot about both of those. And they are, yeah. <laughs> They're both good. So. All right. Uh, next, <clears throat> we have mentioned this guy before, but we're linked to him again. Apparently, Brighton had a 12.5 million pound bid rejected for Carl Toko Ikambe from, uh, I think it's Anger in Ligue 1. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's uh, But apparently, Anger wants to hold on to him, but there's rumors that we're going to bid for him. He can play out wide, but he also can play center forward fast. A fast, uh, physical player from what I can tell. Um, yeah, no idea beyond that, guys. Yeah. I would like some speed and some pace and some youth. That would be cool, you know. I don't have a whole lot else on this one, though.
1: Yeah, I'm torn with these because it seems another one. It doesn't seem a fantastic player, just seems a half-decent player. And it, it just feels like another gamble. And we seem to be fluctuating from either – a Premier League play that we'd have to overplay for or someone that isn't, we don't know was going to be any good if they come over here. And we have, I feel like we just, with our transfer business, we need to find a happy medium between the two. Um, and I put this player in that bracket of we don't know how successful he'd be over there. Mm-hmm. So I, said, I, I always thought this, this guy wasn't that good. Or well, maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Does anyone else know anything about him? No, I'm not sure. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. Just move
0: on. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, player like this, the, the weird thing is what you're talking about, David, is I, I, everybody says, and I don't think you're going this far, by the way, but a lot of people are saying we need to be bidding for quality, quality, quality. Uh, the biggest problem with that is does quality want us to bid for them? You know what I mean? And it's co- sort of like, okay, well – yeah, we, we could totally bid for Neymar, sure. But Neymar wouldn't come here. So we have to figure out, like, who are the ones that are, like you mentioned, the happy medium. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, figuring out the ones that aren't a total risk, but we know that they could play a role. That's what I hope yeah. that's, that, that mm-hmm. is the plan Yeah. For these players.
1: See, I think my only yeah my only slight concern, which is maybe the point I was trying to allude to, is we seem to be... Looking at paying extortionate prices for marginally better players rather than maybe taking, paying money for a player who would improve the squad. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't always think that needs to even be an elite player that you're talking mm-hmm. about, or so maybe right. not even the next bracket, but the one underneath, I think, is what we should be aiming for. And sometimes it feels like we're just kind of paying a lot of money for similar type mm. level players, what we've got at the moment, that might not necessarily make the squad that much better.
0: David, if I list one of those, could you say whether or not you actually think it's one of them? All right? Because I don't know if I've <laughs> listed any of those yet. All right? so right, right. <laughs> Ard, Arda Turan. All right? Another Turkish player. Barcelona. he would be available for about 20. His agent's been kind of... Putting him out there saying, hey, you know, do you want this guy? He can play in the wing. He can play in the center. Um, he has done very little for Barcelona. It has not worked out for him very much or very well. Um, it, it, there are rumors that he's po- probably going back to Turkey. Yeah. Okay? Turkey. So, uh, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't seen him play lately. He hasn't played much for Barcelona. When he played for well, Atletico, I, I immediately would have said, yes, let's get that guy.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I, and kind of going back to what David said just before, it, it, obviously you've mentioned that as well as his, his agents pretty much pretty much put him in the shop window. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if we were to go down that route and try and bring him in, it would feel a lot like what David was saying earlier, just one of them, one of them signing that doesn't necessarily improve the squad. Right. It's just, it's just kind of a name that will draw a bit of attack, a bit of an attraction, but again, it, it'd be high risk factor. Mm.
1: Bollocks! <laughs>
0: you like After him, don't bigs.
1: you? I like him. I like him a lot. I really do. I knew this was going to come back and bite me on the arse. <laughs> um, yeah, I've I've always really liked him uh, yeah, since his yeah, season. What? Oh, sorry. Where would you play him in our side? Though that that's something that I'm just curious about. I I'd, I'd probably pull him in over or any of our midfielders actually, including uh, maybe Adrisa and I don't know, but and as I said, maybe, maybe he's a right, he might not be the player he was because he hasn't played that much. But I loved him at, at Atletico Madrid, and it's not just his football ability that I love. I love his personality on the pitch and the kind mm. of presence that he has. Yeah. Something that I think Everton have got such a lack of. Um I think he's he's gotta win his mentality as well. Um, I, I he's just a play I think could improve us definitely. Yeah. I, I think he's best than Schneidlin, and seems to be a starting eleven for us at the moment. I think he's best than him.
0: I think mm. as far as his quality, his quality is better although you know, not the same position obviously. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how he plays now. He was he was magic <coughs> magic when he played for Atletico. Yeah, so th- that's, yeah. if he's bringing some, any, anywhere close to that, yeah, he'll improve us, you know.
1: Just like, I mean, it definitely wasn't as extreme because Fabregas done wonders at Barcelona, but he, uh, he didn't play as much as he would have liked, did he? And, you know, people were raising a few question marks when he'd come back to the Premier League, whether he'd still be the same player mm-hmm. then. I think he's proven on on the whole he has been, and yeah. it's, it seems crazy comparing two different style of players like them. But it's just a point. I'm trying to make that if you doesn't if you don't cut it, Barcelona it doesn't necessarily mean so you're true. no longer an excellent player. You're just at the best club in the world, well, one of the best clubs in the world. So it's hard.
0: Didn't Arsenal buy Sometimes one of those guys? It's... Didn't Arsenal buy one of those guys a few years ago? A little guy from Chile. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> that actually, worked yeah. out pretty well, you know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Even Pedro, I know he's been hit and miss at times, but I think on the whole Chelsea will be happy with that purchase.
0: Mm. Uh, next, Andre Silva, AC Milan. It would take about thirty five million to buy him, and uh, he's got no league goals, only Europa League goals this season. Um, I don't think this was this one's happening, and I don't have a lot of faith if a player is not producing in Serie A that they could come to, to Premier League and handle the physicality. That's, that's just me because I feel like Italian League is one of the ones that actually has similar physicality, you know. I feel like it's not quite as much, but it's still there. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know that this is, this is happening, and I don't necessarily – but he was scoring, you know, banging them in for fun the year before, just to point yeah. that out. So, Max, what do you think? <sighs>
2: I think, you know, my initial reaction would be yes, because, as as you say, he, he banged him in proportion, and he's still mm-hmm. very young, so, and uh, he, he's got, he's, I think, he's well over support, and he's quite stocky mm-hmm. for, for his age as well, so, and uh, but as you say, no league goals in a kind of a strange season for AC Milan, yeah. <laughs> I think it'd just be safer to say no, even though I'd, I'd lo- he's one of those players that I think if he came to us, I mean, I I'd go to see him with every player. I, I, he's one of them. I'd love him to do well and I'd love him to be a prolific goal scorer. But as you say, you'll have your doubts just because of the fact he hasn't really bagged in, in the league this season.
0: Yeah. Dude. yeah.
1: I, I, just, I think any player that isn't getting in an AC Milan's side, so they were 11th in Serie A, has got no place in Everton. I think. They're very similar to except for all the titles and history. But um the <laughs> very base similar to Everton at the moment in the sense that they've had a lot of investments in. And it hasn't quite worked out for them this year. There's maybe similar it hasn't worked out for us. So yeah, that'd be I think we'd be fools to take that deal.
0: Diafra Sacco, West Ham. Uh, this was a piece that was run recently that said we were interested in him and him and another striker, who I'll mention next. So Uh, yeah. Um, David, what do you think?
1: Um, no, not particularly bothered by that one at all. Mm. No, I don't even need to go into it. No.
0: Max? No,
1: same. No, I feel like we
2: should go elsewhere.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's got some pace. We don't have a lot of pace. Uh, his numbers are not, are not that great though. And, uh, yeah. I know we can play across the front line, but I don't know. I'm trying to give all of these suggestions a, a fair shake, but my initial reaction was, I don't know about that. You know what I mean? Like, Does
1: I, 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 I anybody from West Ham at the moment?
0: I don't know. I bet if we really looked at their – I think we could find a couple that would help us out, you know. Lanzini is a good little player, you know.
1: Maybe Lanzini. <laughs> uh,
0: so uh, next – We've been connected with this guy before, but supposedly we're talking about getting him again. Moussa Dembele from Celtic. All right. Uh, I'll leave I'll this one and say, uh, yeah, another big maybe. I, he's, he did well last season for Celtic and scored a lot of goals. This season, not as much. And, they, and let's be honest, they are by far the strongest team in their league. He has not had the best competition, but he is, has been playing Champions League. He has scored goals against some of these Champions League-quality teams. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I think he's a better prospect than Diafra Sacco, okay? I will say that. Um, I'm not confident in, in him in the air at all, but I don't think he would be coming here. But teamed with jink Tosin could be a thing, all right? Yeah. So, Max, what do you think?
2: I I don't I, I don't watch that much Scottish football really purely just based on the lack of quality. As you say, they are by far the best team in Scotland, and uh, the, I mean I, I watched the last Old Firm and uh, he got subbed off. So that uh, that just kind of that uh, kind of speaks volumes mm. to me. You know, you can't you can't turn up and deliver mm. there. Then you're not going to cut the mustard there. Yeah,
1: David, I I do quite like him actually. Uh... But and it probably would excite me to move, but it'd still be a lot of risk with it. I'm not sure if it'd be enough to take a gamble on in January anyway, especially for the price Celtic could probably want for them.
0: I heard the fee now would be cheaper than what it would have been at the beginning of the season. So, I will say that is appealing. All right, less risk there. Um, Next, uh, Miguel Layún, a left back from Porto. He is a Mexican international. I have a lot of experience with this guy. Um, it, it, either you guys know anything about him or you want me to I I know, no. the, I know the name. I just I, I haven't watched him that much. So Yeah, I haven't. So here's the thing. When you watch <gasps> when you watch film of this guy, you will notice something really familiar, all right? He plays left back, but almost every assist or cross you see him make He's going down the left side, stops it, taps it to his right foot, and crosses it. You will see it all over his his uh, videos. Like, it's it's very cuckoo, all right? <laughs> it is very cuckoo. And because I was expecting to see him whipping in crosses, and he does. His right foot is, you know, he, he can cross really well with his right. And his defensive capabilities are strong. But he's not, I just don't think we're going to buy him, guys. I think we want to buy a left-footed, left back you know I just don't think this will happen although he is a quality player
2: yeah it's, that, it, no, I, I, that, that was enough that was enough to just put me off from straight away yeah. right we point. like our old school left backs to be I,
1: left footed.
2: I think from what I've seen this season Kourou like, Martina just gives me nightmares the way you know it, it, it causes so many problems in our side you know he kills mm-hmm. the momentum in the attacks by dragging it onto his right foot or trying mm-hmm. to go infield and Oh,
0: just no, no. I can't. I can't bear to see
1: it anymore. David. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm. I'm, I'm not behind that move at all. I think. I just want to. I just want naturally left footed left back who just whips it in with his left.
0: <laughs> all right, two more guys. Two more. We'll wrap this up. Uh, Rafa Silva from Benfica. There's a rumor that we want him on loan and for view to perm. Uh, it would be for twenty six point five million. Uh, he played normally plays left wing, but he can also play like center mid. Uh, good player, really good. I mean, he's been compared to Eden Hazard, but his numbers don't really reveal that. Uh, two goals, or not. two goals, four assists last season. He hasn't done that much this season either. Um, yeah, I don't know. Again, no idea. But this is also from that uh, Portuguese uh, publication. Is it Ojogo or Ohogo? I don't know how to pronounce it. But they're the ones who posted about us being linked to several Portuguese League players last season that did not come to fruition. So I don't think this is a legit real link, but it's a rumor. So, yeah. yeah. Anything on him, guys, at all?
2: I just think that's a really strange deal. You know, the way you mentioned it was a loan, and then it could be paying at, like, 26 and a half. Jesus, that, that, that just, that's a strange deal. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that just, yeah. the for a deal like that to be at that kind of level, where an agreement like that's been discussed, a lot of discussions would have had to take place for that to be the case. And mm. it's pretty clear that that hasn't happened. I think the player's struggling, his agent had a word with the guy in the air paper and just said, oh, create a bit of buzz around him yep. to keep the club on their toes a little bit.
0: Yeah, so agreed, totally agreed uh last last connection which there's actually been some pretty solid stuff linked to this guy Emiliano Rigoni from Zenit St Petersburg he's a winger he's Argentinian and if you watch his film he doesn't really have a lot of a lot of big moments this season however he has scored a decent amount of goals in Europa League all right um yeah he's more of a bigger physic more physical uh winger um, yeah, it's a strange one, and I've, no, nobody has even mentioned a, a price, somebody, I've seen some people say, the release clause is less than 40, and that we're willing to pay it, is what I've, with heard what I've seen, multiple sources here, guys, I, again, it's a weird one, it's just random enough to be believable, because Walsh loves the random stuff, you know, but I'm just, yeah, his, uh, his highlights that I saw when he was in South America are a lot more impressive, a lot more, but yeah, I, I don't know guys. That's another one. No idea. No idea. So yeah. Tell me about yeah. your extensive scouting on this player guys. Uh, uh,
1: I can't even tell you his name and you've just said it.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rigoni. Uh, so, uh, and, uh, and I'm only going to mention these players just cause there have been some recent whispers about Jamie Vardy and Johnny Evans lately. Who knows? I'd have
1: Jamie Vardy, but not Johnny Evans.
0: Who knows? Yeah, I'm not I even. Agree. I'm not even gonna. Those are like straight up whispers, random Twitter. I heard from a friend to a friend to a friend. Uh, yeah, so anyway, all right. So that's all the transfer rumors. Just a shade under a decade. We got that finished. Recently, uh, we, we did a video about outgoing transfers and we mentioned that, uh, Ross might be off soon and Kevin Morales might be off soon. Well, guess what? They're both off, right? They're gone. (laughs) Ross is on a permanent to Chelsea for 15 million, which is less than a lot of people expected. 35 million (laughs) was the cost in the fall. So there's that, uh. And uh, Kevin Morales is, uh, is is off to Olympiakos, uh, his former team, and they love him there. Many, many people greeted his plane. He's yeah. yeah, they love that guy there. Uh, yeah, for I think it's four million was the fee, but it's just a loan. Uh, apparently, I mean, I'm assuming they'll make that permanent at the end of the season. I can't see, yeah. see him wanting to leave there after the end of the season. Um, so we have to react to this. This is this is basically our our reactions to to Ross leaving and Kevin leaving. So let's start with Ross, guys. Um, Max is making a face already, so... uh,
2: It it, it, it got me this one. It it just got me. I just think, as I was saying to you earlier, Jerry, I mean, I'm mm -hmm. I'm not going to... (gasps) because <gasps> I don't know him but I just think that you know the club looked after him through a double leg break and this serious hampering injury mm. and you know when you contract down like that I, I know as you said earlier you don't even know if he thought that through properly yeah um, I just I, I've heard his agent just have just heavy influence over him and there were multiple factors that just kind of ushered him out the door and it's just it really frustrated me in the manner that he left because, as you say, had fifteen million when really you know in the summer could have been thirty-five and or even the dignity to sign a contract and get us get get you know just help the club out and let us be better off. It's just it's one of the, it's one of them moves that I just it's it's quite like it. It's not quite ruining really to Man United, but. Because he still might be a flop, then uh, I don't. I don't think Chelsea. I, I think Chelsea fans will realise soon that you've got to put up with a lot with Ross. really with, with really, tend to go a bit brainless. Doesn't know whether to go left, right, or through the middle, and you know can just lose the ball like that. But I'm sure they'll, they'll find that out.
1: I mean, I know you say it's not quite ruin to United. I think on some levels it's worse. Because I feel like at least Rooney was the boy wonder. He was unbelievable and probably like the best young prospect in the world. Ross isn't. He he didn't he, he didn't warrant a massive move. I'm surprised he got it, but he has anyway. The whole thing for me just stinks. There's there's so much more going on that I don't think we'll find out for a long time. Um I think it, it could be things that have gone behind. You see, you've, we've heard so many rumours, but then that's this is what we said last time when we all spoke about it that he hasn't had the decency to kind of clarify anything for oh, us. Yeah. And now it just looks as if he kept his mouth shut because he just wanted to do the, the, the coward's way and just kind of go out the back door without having to say any, anything. I mean, he was never Evertonian. He grew up at the club. It's it, it, the club he apparently loved. And on his goodbye message, there was about, what was it, half a, half a paragraph saying thanks to Everton and the fans. Hey, what was all that about? I haven't even seen it. Didn't know me put one out. Yeah. So. Oh, it was only on Instagram. He didn't even bother on Twitter. Um, I mean, Lukaku for, for all Lukaku's flaw, well, at least he had one of his PR fellas make a, a cheesy Photoshop video with, with, with the uh, the Everton tune on. But yeah, that, <laughs> it was just. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm like you. I'm not going to personally attack him because it's not. It's it's not my style. I don't think it's anyone's style on here. Um, but. I don't. I don't wish him any well in his career. I think he's made a massive mistake, and you know we can see it coming. He might be in denial now, but I don't think anyone is expecting him to take on, take over the world when it comes to football over the next few years.
0: Yeah mm-hmm. uh, the big the big frustration here. He goes to Chelsea, and either he took the medical or he's about to take the medical, knowing he was injured. The idea that he might, or someone might have known, he wasn't going to be able to play until January.
2: Exactly. That, that's just another factor that kind of went into my head.
0: If if someone oh. knew, and if he if he knew, that's just. It. I I I would like to think that it's an agent taking advantage of him because because Ross just doesn't know the way of things usually. You know, that's what I'm assuming i, I, I I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping that Ross just doesn't understand this stuff okay but they know with for if they if Chelsea buys him for a lower fee in January they will get more money from Chelsea period someone knows that all right and but however, at what point do we sit there and say Ross, you're a big boy yeah you make your own decisions okay. you know you may have people influencing you but whatever you know so I'm torn. I do think there's a there's a a good kid in there. I do. I think he's a good player. No, I mean I really do. He seems like he. But I uh, I I think he, something's. I think he's he's damaged.
2: Yeah, true. I, do, well, what, I think the kind of kind of stuff out to me is. I mean, obviously, it, it hasn't gone as smoothly as planned. You know, David, they're drawing similarities today. AC Milan with the money that they've have come in you know as as you say you know for for a for an Evertonian to be at the club and all this money come in and you know there's there's still a there's still a prospect there that you know to, for for lack of a better phrase if we get our shit together and you know kind of spend this money wisely and develop a better squad the fact that he's still kind of just having thought of that or as I as I said previously had not thought, oh, they're going through a bit of a bad time. Yeah, let, let me just grip my teeth and once I get fit again, I'll start playing. Even if he wants to move, play your way out. Like, like look at what the likes of Coutinho and Mahrez, well, no Mahrez, I don't year. They basically played their way to to a to, to big move, particularly Coutinho. And yeah, I, as you say, yeah, I don't know if it's all properly processed in his head, but yeah. it's, it's, a yeah. lot, it's a low move.
1: And here's the thing as well, I, when you actually think back, we 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 keep we always naturally look at that um chelsea medical as when it was this whole kind of the decision to leave come about mm. he, he wasn't signing the contract all of the, at the back end of last season mm. when we were still on a high we we were finishing the season quite well we were look we were secure your big summon ahead he was already looking elsewhere he, he he was already gone um so yeah i've, I've got a lot of question marks over there the situation, how we come about, and question marks over the play in himself, mm-hmm. I think he has definitely sold everything on the banks. And if that isn't the case, he should he should have come out and said something. But he didn't. And I don't think he'll ever be forgiven. You know, we said this about Rooney and now he's one of our better players. He's come back, but Rooney had to work very hard to get back to where he was. Mm-hmm. Um for the that that was a few years in the making that uh I don't think anyone will have Barkley back because you just at least we got good money for Rooney at the yeah. time we we been fucked over financially with with Barclay as well
0: That's the difference right there the with Rooney the club needed the money You know yeah. what I mean and Rooney didn't say hey I want to go You know what I mean it wasn't like Rooney was clamoring and 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 angry and any of that kind of stuff uh, Everton needed the money yeah. With Barclays honest, got the money Yeah you know Yeah
1: and you know what, Jerry Rooney probably did deserve the move because look what he went and won mm-hmm. and he was a fantastic player. Barkley doesn't. What's Barkley done? I was trying to think of his highlights when he left and was like, he scored the goal at Newcastle where everybody just seemed to fall over in front of him. What, what else did he do? He scored some all right goals, but you never, you, you never looked at a game and thought, Ross Barkley won us that game. He took by the scrub of the neck and he won us. He never done any of that. And it's just he didn't deserve to just shit on shit on Everton like that, and I don't think Evertonians will also it. No, I
2: I just think it's funny as well. They got the number eight shirt, um, but I, I'm just I'm one of them people that kind of values um, shirt numbers and just things like that. He, he's got Frank Lampard shirt. Can't yeah. wait so they they see the difference between bloody Frank Lampard and Ross Barkley. Yeah. I don't, I don't. I don't. I mean, I I, I, I haven't got the. Uh, a book full of Chelsea contacts, you know, a few Chelsea lads, but they're buzzing for it. And I just said, wait and see, wait and see, you know.
0: I think yeah. I have fonder memories of him winning some game for us, or at least scoring some spectacular goals. Uh, and, and I do think there were games where uh, he appeared to be the most dominant player on the pitch that we still didn't win. I think that happened often. Uh, where he possessed the ball maybe more than anybody else on the pitch, but we still didn't win. And I think that's, that's a little, I don't know, that told me a little bit about, about him, you know, about you, when you were tell, talking about earlier his indecision, indecisiveness. Uh, you, know, not, you know, he created a lot of chances last season. He did. That did happen. Um, and do I think we, he, our team would be better if he stayed on it and played? Yeah, I do you know but i don't know where here's the thing is his mood stemming from a, a big head and him thinking he's better and he deserves it or is moves, is his move stemming from the fact that he didn't get along with Cumin, which i think is clear and or is, is is his move stemming from the fact that he doesn't like living where he lives now and he's just it's the 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 atmosphere is not getting along with him. you know what i mean is not jiving with him yeah I, 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 I said this
2: so many questions. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just want to say, I think he just needs a well. Th- from his point of view, I think what he's looking at there is just a fresh start. Uh, uh, you know, a club to play Champions League football mm-hmm. And I feel like he's just sick of having to start over and start over every season at Everton. Which you know I, I, I can understand that, but the, just the way he's gone about this deal is, yeah. is, is absolutely awful.
0: I'm glad it was over quickly, though. I'm glad. I'm glad this for this transfer window. Okay, you know what I mean. We're getting a lot of the negative aspects of the club out quickly. This January.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Speaking of which, Morales is is in Greece now. All right. Smooth. You see, segue transition. (laughs) <laughs> so, I figure this is much quicker than Ross, okay? Kevin scored some amazing goals for us over the past, you know, however long he's been here, all right? Uh, he's, he's, he hasn't, I don't, I never really consider him as an assist man. I always consider him as the guy who cuts in and nails one from just outside the 18. Yeah. yeah. Right? But inconsistency has totally uh, checked this guy's, uh, checkered his, his career here. So, Max, uh, give, me, give me your 30-second appraisal. He, he got that
2: hero's welcome. Um, uh, no, I think at Everton seemed to go downhill from when he robbed that penalty off Baines against West Brom. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he got that hero's welcome, didn't he? And, you know, he's been a good servant for the club. Inconsistent towards the end and didn't really materialise what we wanted. But, if he, as you say, he's probably going to go on a pay after this loan runs out. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, thanks for whatever you did. Really? Yeah. He didn't do much.
1: David? Inconsistent attitude, inconsistent performances, some good, some bad. Um, I wish him well, but I don't particularly miss him either.
0: There was a short period where he was one of my favorite players to watch for Everton. Mm-hmm. Shame. It, it was attitude. a short period.
1: Yeah. yeah. Normally one half of football. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right. So, Rost and Kev, uh, I don't even have any parting words for you. You're gone, and that's the reality. All right, so uh, that's the end of the, this episode, and uh, that's the end of this show. Uh, if you're listening to your podcast, please subscribe and rate the podcast if you can. If you're digging the videos, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'd appreciate it. Uh, also, like, comment, you know, all that all, all that hot stuff. Uh, check out David's stuff on uh, The Sportsman and also on the Toffee Blues Website. Check out Max's stuff on the Toffee Blues website. Check out the Toffee Blues on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and just go to the website for all kinds of awesome content. Guys, thanks so much, and uh, I'll talk to you later. All right, everybody? Bye-bye.